Yeah, we're on. Good morning, good afternoon, or good night, wherever you are in the world. <laughs> good evening from Atlanta, Georgia. That's it, that's it. It's Friday evening here. Well, we've got uh, Mike Snowden on the line um, for episode 20... Oh, God, is it 24 or 20, 24, I think it is, episode 24. I'm going to have to go back and have double-check. Crikey, I've just woken up, so you can hear how, hear how wonderful I am. And you're about <laughs> 6 o'clock in the evening or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's Friday. It's 6.15. It's Friday evening in Atlanta, Georgia. And oh, beautiful. All man. is well. That is, that's beautiful, man. That's so cool. Yeah, man. I love your workshop, man. I just, I don't know whether you're in the same place that you're like, so I'm, I'm, I'm an avid fan, you know, without sounding too wanky. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> awesome, man. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I, I've, you know, that's the videos weird. that you've done, there's that 21 minute video that you did, um, oh, probably eight years ago or something like that, I suppose. We just, you, you spent 20 minutes kind of chatting and stuff like that. I think that's probably where I first I first kind of got to see what you were doing and what you were up to. Um, cool. And so YouTube's just a wonderful device, you know. It's I, Oh man, let me tell you what. Like everybody says the music business is dead or the music business is in all this trouble. Man, for guys like us that just want to play music, like it's amazing. I can put out. I can put out a record tomorrow if I wanted. Anybody in the world could hear it. And it. I don't need a record label. I don't need anything but a internet connection, and off you go. YouTube, whatever you know, or post a video. It's just crazy. It's crazy. It it it's so awesome. It's such a great time to be a music fan, to play music, to be involved with music. I don't care what anybody says. This, if you're into music, man, this right now. Is the best time, man. You as sound far like as I'm concerned. You sound yeah. like you actually like what you do. <laughs> yeah, it, that helps. <laughs> I thought you know yeah. you had to have like the blues, man, and and be all upset and and angry at the world. And you're not. You're sitting there, and I mean, you know, we all got we all got our day to day issues and stuff like that. But you know, it's it's cool, man, to hear to hear someone you know who's so who's so positive. You know about uh, yeah. I mean, it's just awesome. I mean, it's just. I mean, if you really stop and think about it, you know, you can listen to anything you want. You can cue up anything. I know it's different. I know a lot of people disagree or you know naysayers or whatever. But think about it, man. If you're a music fan today, you can literally get so much information. Like when I was a kid, it was a it was a vinyl record or a magazine. Yeah. That's all. I had nothing else. Um. 47 yeah so so yeah growing up in the 70s and 80s man it was you got you got a cassette or a vinyl and you know a magazine and maybe you would see something on tv uh, not probably not oh man or hear something on the radio but now man you can listen to what you can get so much information and see at the touch of a you can pull it up on your computer whatever you want to see whatever you want to check out there's so much great music out there. Everybody says the music's no good. Man, there's so much awesome music that you can find online and on YouTube and just around. And there's no more walls, man. There's no, no more music, you know. Do you remember like how hard it used to be? Telling you you can't do it. There's no more no. It's all yes, you know. 
So what, what, what's just awesome. That's it, man. I remember how hard it used to be, man. You'd, you'd go to, you know, you'd, you'd get guitar for the practicing musician or you'd go and get, you know, circus or you'd go and get hit parader or you'd go and get, you know, whatever. It man, could have been let me tell you. Kerrang and all that sort yes. of stuff. And an album would be coming out. And, man, I lived on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, man. It's like, you know, that was, it was beautiful area. Don't get me wrong, man. It's, it's one of the most beautiful areas in the world. But it's not necessarily easy to get your heavy metal fix, you know. There was there was I mean, one one independent store, man, and the and the chance to drive, you know, twenty or thirty minutes up the coast to go to this independent store, you know, it, you literally you couldn't you couldn't sit there and go, oh look, oh man, I haven't heard that album for a while. Oh, why don't I just Google it, you know? Or why don't I just go and yeah, you know, go to yeah, iTunes yeah, yeah. I don't, and download I don't, it, you know? I, I have a huge. CD record collection. Mm. I never put it. I just pull it up. I listen to whatever I want. Yeah. At the touch of a button on any device anywhere in the world. I mean, it's just awesome, man. I mean, when you really think about it, it's awesome. It's really awesome. <laughs> it's an awesome time to be a music fan. So, yeah, man, YouTube and all that. It's just, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, Mike so. Snowden, man. Mike Snowden, the man. Where does where does Mike where does Mike this 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 guy who's just pumping who's and we'll talk about the album we've got a new album coming up there's a whole whole heap of stuff record, going on man, man. I got a new record I'm so excited oh uh, yes, mate yes. it's that's that's very very cool man um, where does Mike Snowden come from what's the, what's the history mate how did how did you end up in and I know you're not just a builder obviously you you know you 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 you're practicing music yeah, you're working I'm, musician I'm a musician first man yeah. I'm totally musician first. So yeah, yeah, what's grew, the history, man? I grew man? up in, in a very small town in Louisiana, in, uh, in the south of the United States, Louisiana. And, uh, man, I had awesome parents that they, I grew up listening to the Beatles and the Stones and all that, just Jim yeah, Hendrix and all that great stuff from the city. My parents, man, were into all that stuff. And, you know, they were into everything, too, from Joni Mitchell to... Yeah. I mean, just everything, man. They were into all the good stuff. Um, Bob Dylan. Um, uh, I'm just drawing a blank. I can't say who I'm thinking of. You know, uh, it's all the all that classic '60s rock. You know, mm. Jackson Brown, um, Neil Young, uh, just everything. So I grew up listening to that stuff. And then I had two older sisters, and one of them came home with a Rush record, Moving Pictures. And I heard moving pictures, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, what is this, you know? So I started getting into Rush and Ozzy and Maiden, and I just got into metal. I was a, I'm a metal I'm a metalhead, man. I love the classic metal, you know? Ozzy, Rush. Uh, I'm going to see Metallica tomorrow. They're playing in Atlanta. Well, oh, playing get out, so, man. Oh, I haven't seen yeah. those guys. I haven't seen those guys in years, man. I haven't yeah, seen I them haven't in years. Either. I haven't either. I've seen them in years, but they're coming Sunday, and oh. uh, there's like 10 of us are going. I'm just going to bang my head oh, yeah, for however <laughs> long they're playing. You've know? uh, you got to put some – take some videos, stuff. man. <laughs> I love metal. I'm just a metal. I love the classic metal. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's that. That's so. That's really where I got my start. Oh know, man! Really, that's what. That's why I started playing music. When yeah. I was, you know, twelve or thirteen. <laughs> I started playing bass. I was chatting with Shane, Shane Spiel uh, a couple of days ago, um, just because we're, we're, I'm chatting with him at the moment about he's going to come on and, um, and have an interview. And he was, and I was saying, oh, I'm, I'm chatting with Mike. I was actually talking to you and you and Shane at the same time. Uh, oh, that's crazy. You know, when, when I was chatting to you, you know, and, and I was sitting and he goes, oh, Mike, 
oh, I love Mike. He's great, you know. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, and Shane, but Shane's like, yeah, he's, we, and we were chatting about, um, you know, we we're just chatting about metal, and he's, he went on, oh, you know, something about Metallica or something like that. And he, he told me that there's this, um, what is it, Justice for J- and Justice for Jason or something, where they've actually, um, they've actually bumped up the bass track on Injustice for All. And, oh, uh, wow. and it does, it no sounds, doubt. like it sounds real. They, I reckon they need to do it. You know, this is, yeah, this is, this is this bloke sitting under his house in a hole talking, you know, saying they need to do it. But, like, it sounded, it just killed, it killed, man. Just hear that bass track come out, you know, and it almost sounded like Iron Maiden, you know, that ka-dunk, 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 you know. It was yeah. just, that was yeah, mad. he's so buried in the mix, man. He's oh, yeah. so buried. He was so good. Well, apparently as well, he was he was he was copying the, the the guitar rhythm. So they turned that basically turned that down, and yeah. because there's no separation, that you can't you can't really hear it. But when they pumped up that bass, man, it just sounded incredible. It just re- wow. really really did, man. It was just awesome. Anyway, sorry, I dig- I digress, man. So <laughs> so Mike's Mike, <laughs> so Mike Stone has grown up and he's into metal. <laughs> Where what, to from there? That? You broke up a little bit. Sorry, man. I was to say, Mike Snowden, he, growing up, and he's into metal. Where to from there? So from metal, man, I started. I would. I started playing bass, and I just played, 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 played. I played bass. Just I, I didn't realize it, but for for years, I would just come home from school, play bass. My mom and dad called me out for dinner. I'd go eat dinner and go back to my room, play bass. I'd wake up in the morning, have my bass on. You know, I played bass. That was I just I played bass. That's all I did for like two or three years. And then finally, like a buddy came over and he was like, "Man, you can you're awesome. You can really play." You know, because that's all I did. You know, literally for years. And yeah, so I just started playing in bands in this really small town in Louisiana where I grew up. All I wanted was to get out of there and play music. So as soon as I graduated from high school, I was I moved to Atlanta, Georgia. All kinds of cool stuff was happening in Atlanta. All kinds of cool bands were coming out of Atlanta. Um, the B-52s, uh, the Black Crows driving and crying. Uh, just all kinds of great stuff was happening out of Atlanta. Uh, REM, all this stuff. And I was going to move to New York or L.A., but it was just so far and so big. So Atlanta was like a little closer to my hometown. It was about a 10-hour drive. So I moved to Atlanta and started playing music. I just got into bands and you know, one band after another and... I was in a band that we had a record deal and we were touring. We were doing 250 shows a year, pulling a trailer, you know, going all over the country, beating ourselves up. I did that for about five years, and uh, it was an awesome experience. I got to play, and you know, we did everything from clubs to theaters to arenas, opening for acts and stuff. And after, you know, after doing that for about five years. The band broke up, like a lot of bands do after you get a record deal. Mm. We put out a couple records, and it just—it was just got so crazy. I hated it. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was that's how I got going playing music. And then when the band broke up, and uh, I quit, I quit playing music. I was so fed up with the music business. I was like, okay, I'm done. I'll never touch an instrument. I'm I'm done. So I, there I was with you know, no gig, no band. <laughs> And I literally didn't play music for, for years, for probably, gosh, eight, seven, eight, eight years. And then we had, my wife and I had a daughter, and I realized that, man, she's never seen me play music. So I, I started, I, I, you know, if you're a musician, you got to play music. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I started messing around with instruments. I got a drum set. I got a, I got a banjo. I got a, 
a mandolin. I just started buying instruments, and I didn't want to play bass. I wanted to do something totally different. And uh, well, I remember you saying, I remember you saying that, that you put everything away. Yeah, man. I just yeah. I had a pile, a big pile of stuff, and I just had it in the garage, and I would just look at it, and it just. You know, just kind of like, I just saw all my equipment just sitting there and it's like, ah, you know, I was so, so over it, man. Like, you know, we had a, we had a, a manager, we had a, a booking agent, we had uh, a, a, the turn the band attorney, the, you know, all this, this, all this blah, blah, blah. And it just got, man, it just got, I had no idea how out of hand, so I, you know, having a record deal and being in a band and what that was I, I, it's all I wanted all my life and once I got it that's the last thing I wanted <laughs> yeah did, be careful what you wish for man mm, did you feel yeah. like you were being pulled instead of you being in control you, you just you were kind of oh yeah yeah you, yeah you lose total control man like it's you know okay we want you guys on a plane you guys have a photo shoot mm. in the morning in New York City okay then after that y'all have a gig in Cleveland Ohio mm that morning and then you didn't get to be on the plane and do the get to you know you're just like what and this is before this is right before email and cell phones and all that stuff and when i have to get a fax i get this fa- a fax machine i get this fax yeah <laughs> and it would be like the next three months of my life would come out of this fax machine where i was going to be where we were playing what this but you know and oh. just i would get it be like oh my gosh man what i look at it and just we're just you know we're driving we're just gonna play in new york and then we got to go play in you know, yeah. Pittsburgh, and we got a radio interview the morning in Washington, and then you got to, you know, it's just, just was crazy. It was a blast. It was awesome. It was just, it was fun. But until but it didn't, same, be, until it wasn't, until it wasn't, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was literally just, and the band got weird. Our, our the singer was getting weird, and just the whole thing, man, just yeah. got. But you guys were almost—you guys were almost going to hit the big time, weren't you? I think you were two albums in or something. Yeah, we had a couple albums out. We were on some pretty big tours, and uh, yeah, you know, it was—you know—we did some really cool stuff, and it was—it was a blast. And but my gosh, man, it just got just got crazy. Yeah. You know? Just got crazy. I was actually—I was getting physically ill. Like I think I was maybe getting an ulcer or something. Like I would just be, you know. I'd be get I'd get like sick, you know, before a show or something. Like, what's wrong with me? You know, and it's like, oh gosh, you know, this this band is making me actually sick. So when it broke up. It was actually a big relief, you know. So, and that's not music, man. Music should be fun. Yeah. Right. So, and that's where your daughter comes into it, Dad. You know what's what's all that about, or you know. <laughs> yeah. No, she was little, man. She was like a little kid, like little, like two, two two or three or something and yeah. uh, I was like man I gotta I wanna play I, 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 wanna, I gotta play some music you know so that's a beautiful yeah, age isn't it you know <laughs> I, stumbled, I stumbled across a guy a guy like somebody on YouTube playing a cigar boss guitar like I'd been looking for I didn't, and I realized I was researching you know I was like researching instruments and looking for for different uh, looking for something different you know mm. and uh I was just checking out every instrument I could find, and I found a cigar box guitar. You know, did you have so, a did you have any woodworking background at all? Did you have any 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 woodworking skills? Man, I've always been real. Uh, I've always been real. 
always make stuff, you know, always yeah. making stuff. But nothing like nothing like this. Like even with my guitars, I would not, I wouldn't set them up. I change the strings on, but I wouldn't want to like set the intonation or, yeah. you know, I wouldn't want to touch them. I want to mess them up, you yeah. know, by my standard guitars. So yeah, I totally understand. Than, I totally understand what you're saying. I've um, I've, I think I've built somewhere. I mean, nowhere near how many you built, but I mean, it's, I, I've I've built over. Just through estimating now, over 300 guitars in the last three and a half years, um, you know, cigar box guitars, and, and all of them have got electronics, but I've still got a Gibson Les Paul sitting under the bed, which has got, you know, which has got a crackly, crackly pot, and, you know, and the, and the output jack's a bit dodgy, and even then, I'm still sitting there going, oh... Uh, Will I fix it? No, nah, I'll build a few more guitars no. and get a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Like uh, people all the time. Can you look at my electric my guitar? I'm like, no, man, I'm not touching that. I ew, no, no, I don't. You know, yeah, I don't like touching a real guitar, man. I just don't. I don't want to mess it up. Yeah, man. I, no, I'm know, the same. Too. I'm the same. I fixed. I fixed a few roots instruments for people, like local people, and. Uh, you know, and, and I'm quite comfortable and I'm quite at home with that, uh, even though, and, but you still feel you know, it belongs to them. And it's interesting, I figure it's interesting looking at someone else's work, you know, because quite often, uh, like the only other instrument that I own that someone else has built is like a, a, is a Daddy Mojo. I've got one of their um, artist ones, whatever. You know how they, they did the burnt top? It's the Pizio Power yeah. one. Um, I did get one of those. And um, it, in a way, it was it, it, for me. It was it was product research. I, well, I put it I put it down to product research when I bought it. You know, I told the wife, "Hey, it's pro- product research." You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's exactly. not product research, man. I just wanted one. You know, <laughs> don't tell her I said that. Uh, no, it's awesome. It's all right. She doesn't listen to the podcast. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. It's awesome. So yeah, yeah, but um. Yeah, sorry. It's uh, yeah. So you you you're on the internet. and You found a cigar box guitar, and yeah, and that's God. That's been probably almost ten years ago, man. I saw one, and there wasn't a whole lot. Not like today, man. There wasn't, you know. There's so much cigar box guitar stuff online. It was not, you know, that wasn't much much back then. Yeah, so I made one. You know, I made one, and uh, and it was real crude and. I actually made it a fretless. I made a fretless three string, and it worked and it was cool. And it just kind of, you know, I was like, "Oh, that's cool," you know, made it. And I was like, "All right," and then it kind of sat there for a few months. Mm. And then I decided to fret it. I was like, you know, I this thing is cool, but I just, yeah, it can only do so much, you know. It's not, and I fretted it. And ever since I, fret, I put frets on that three string, that was it, man. I was off to the races. I was like, okay. You can really play these things, you know. It works, like so. You know, made it. Some buddy saw one. He wanted me to make him one. I made another one. Made another one, you know, for myself a little bit better. I, you know, like anybody else, man. You make it, you know. Do it works. You do another one, and I've just finished. I'm about to one thousand four hundred and fifty. So I'm almost. All right, man. That's huge. Yeah, man. I've made a, and that's the ones I I number them. I started numbering them. So that's probably after I made. A couple hundred of them, I yeah. started numbering them. Yeah, and I've made more. I've made, I've, I've probably made over two thousand guitars <laughs> at least over that because I've, I've made a lot of diddly bows and I, I number my nice ones, the ones I sell on my website. You yeah, know? 
I've made a lot of I'll do some kids workshops from time to time or yeah, yeah. one stringers or that kind of thing I don't number those but the ones I've sold they're all numbered so yeah I'm well, over fourteen hundred guitars so far, so it's crazy, man. So yeah, because I did notice that 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 you do a couple of different you do a couple of different types of guitars. Well, when I say that, it's you because you, you you also do fretless and you do diddly bows as well. Is that correct? But yeah, you, you tend to use I, those. Well, no, I, no, I fret every. Well, the ones I sell on my website are all fretted. Yep, I do three and four string. They're all fretted, and I'm done. I've made a bunch of other stuff, mm. you know, kind of messing around and trying other things and experimenting and all. But either like the kids' workshops, I don't put frets on. We just draw them on, you know. Yeah. I'll make some of those, but I don't really sell those on my website. But yeah, of course. Um, I might do them at like like art festivals or shows, stuff like that. But uh, the ones I sell online are all fretted. I don't want to send something to somebody and they don't like it or it doesn't work. You yeah. Know, not what they expect, kind of thing. So yeah. those are the nice, you know. I try to make them as perfect as possible, kind of thing. So, well, see, yeah, once I, yeah, the frets to me really make it. Even if you're playing with a slide, you can still, you know, you can just do so much more with a fretted guitar, in my opinion. You know, so yeah, I noticed you've got a lot of because uh, I'm on the side at the moment. No, I, I really like like I've got the iPad out and I'm kind of talking on the computer and stuff like that. And, and I noticed you've got a lot of the Padron boxes. And uh, like the timber ones, which I which I, I love those. I absolutely love those boxes. Yeah, man, I'll but, paint those. I just, yeah. man, I just did some. I did some. Uh, I just did some more. But I'm gonna be. I've just finished them up. But I did some like some midnight blue ones and some purple. And I like to paint them and distress them. And they look you know, fantastic. Those are, those are cool boxes. They sound great and they look really cool. You know. But it shows that you can kind of you can get really creative with the boxes. You can kind of like mess around with them, and you know you don't always have to. You know, you, if you're a builder, you don't always have to use the top of the box. You can use the bottom of the box. You can flip them. You can, you know, you can do so much with these. No rules, man. No yeah. rules. That's the best part. There are uh, no rules. Well, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> we got to, we got to, we got to follow the rules of physics. That's the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know those frets. Yeah. If, you, if you get a fret them, that for that that scale length has got to be right. Those frets have got to be straight, you know. It's 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 the only yeah, it's my only bugbear, you know. That and um and rever and tuners, you know, when they're put on when they're put on backwards, it's that it's the yeah. thing that kind of <laughs> which you know. And I'm sitting there last week and I'm building, you know, because at the moment in Australia, I don't know about you guys, we're at the end of we just hit the end of the financial year um, a couple of days ago, and. Um, so I'm trying to use up all of all of the everything I had in the shop. So I just went through this crazy stage where I built um, eight eight guitars over a few like a few weeks, which for me is pretty full because I'm a full time teacher. So I've I've just been, finished our first week of two week holiday stint, and um, I've just gone hell bent for leather on building these guitars. And of course I've gotten to the end of it, and all I had left for the last guitar was was a reverse set, and I'm and they were closed, so I couldn't flip them. So I'm sitting there going. No, ah. and I was sitting there going, oh, well, I put it on backwards. No, no, no. Because no, <laughs> I'm also, it, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm impulsive as well because I want to finish. If it, if it has to get finished, it has to get finished. It's like, no, I just, all right, no. So finally I ended up ordering some, some, 
some tunas from uh, Market MRWS, and I just went, all right, all right, stuff it. No, no, I'll just, I'll have to wait. So I had to put it aside. And I'm one of those people. I, when I put it aside, I can't just let it and see it there because it, it it calls to me. It says you need to finish me. You need to finish me. So I, you know, yes. it's sitting under two tarpaulins, and you know, it was just sitting aside until I got the tuners. And of course, the first thing I did when I got it, got the tuners from Mark was to put the bloody things on. I said, it's done. You're done now. Now get up in the shed. You know. <laughs> I hear you, man. I hate, I hate when something goes wrong or it's not perfect or it's oh, and it sits there staring at you in the face, man. It's just looking at you, just that's the worst. So but, yeah, I, I totally feel you on that one, man. But getting back Definitely. to your guitars, getting back to your guitars, you have, um, you have a look. You know what I mean? Like it's it's you have like when yeah, you look man. At- I, I I went through. I kind of went through like a all these trial and errors and i finally kind of stumbled upon kind of a pattern i hate to say the word a pattern but i mm. kind of have a pattern i yep. kind of go with yep. and i figured it out and it's like oh this works and this looks cool and this is mm. it's very simple i don't put a lot of uh what am i trying to say i don't put anything on the guitar that doesn't need to be there yeah um it's that guitar, if you get a guitar from me, it's going to play really well. It's going to work. It's going to last you for years. It's mm. going to be, it's just going to work. And it's going to, you know, it's going to play right. The intonation is going to be right. Mm. I'm a player. I'm a guitar play. Yeah. So if it, if, if I wouldn't play it I, and it doesn't work, I wouldn't sell it. Yeah. So it's got to be, it's got to be just so, you know, it's got to be perfect so I, I really yeah. love the i really love the finish on the uh, on the timber what finish are you using for that timber because it's got such a glossy sheen to it yeah i use a uh i use a type of uh wipe on polyurethane oh okay and it's a lot of it's a lot a lot a lot of sand and smooth and a lot of coats and a lot of sand it's it's a very tedious long process but yes yeah. it's, it's kind of simple it's just wipe on poly and and white <laughs> and and yeah and weight and a lot of sand like you know 1200 grit yeah you know 220 and all the way up man so you finally get it so if, if we were to yeah. isolate one guitar because i know you build your guitars in batches and, and if i can suggest to the listeners to to go back um and have a look there's there's three three specific uh videos of you that are on youtube um which i highly suggest uh looking at one of them goes for about four minutes another one goes for about six and a half minutes and then there's the other one that goes for about 21 minutes and i highly suggest that people go and have a little look at those because it you do go through especially in the long video the 21 minute one that you did you kind of and having said that i don't know whether you've you may have changed the way you do things since that time. I understand that, but it was a very, uh, it was a very good video in relation to showing how you actually put your necks, how you actually put your necks together, and how you know how you actually do it. And so the question I've got is, if uh, I know you build, uh, I know you build in batches, um, yes, most times. But if we were to isolate one guitar, what would the build? For example, one of the latest ones you've done, uh, maybe the, um, uh, what have we got here? Maybe the New Orleans Cigar Factory, for example, that one you've, you've got up there. It's, there. There's no painting involved in that particular one. Um, what, would be, what would be the build time on one of your guitars? 
I do 12, 12 at a time. I do usually do a dozen to 15 at a time, and it takes me, you know, two to three weeks. Yeah. So, you know, two to three weeks, I get a dozen or so done, and it's... I sometimes, man, when I'm done with a bash, it's just like, what am I doing, man? I spend so much time on these guitars, you know? <laughs> I'm like... It's just endless hours, you know, building these things, man. It's just like, I get so, I get, it's such an emotional thing, you know. Mm. You're like, man, I've spent so much time on these guitars. But then I'll post them online and sell them, and I get all excited, like, all right, you know. (laughs) But before then, I've already started another batch of 12 as those are being posted, and I'm, you know, selling them. But yeah, it's a, a good two to three weeks. And, you know, it's not all, you know, a lot of it's letting the glue dry. And yeah. Letting, you know, clamping and waiting. and But to, I'm in batches, so I'm always got a batch going. And there's, okay, I get those clamped up. Get, that, okay, get these going. All right, get that. Okay, get these fretboards. Okay, I get to the inlay. Okay, I get these frets. Got to do the, you know, the sanding, this and that. So it never stops. It seems like it never stops. Now, how, many like hours, said, done, how many hours a day are you putting into them? What was that? How many hours a day do you do? Because you're full time. You're full. T- you do this full time. Yeah, it's. Uh, well, you know, I, I play gig. I do record. I, I, I record music. I write music. I play gigs. I, you know, I do festivals. I do, you know, do the web. It's it's never ends. Yeah. Always. Yes. Just how long? Is it? Yes. It's what I do. Like, you know, working on my website, doing. You know, it just, it's it. If I'm not actually in the shop, dude, I'm looking for cigar boxes. I'm chasing down wood. I'm looking for, you know, parts and pieces and this and that. You know, you know, man. I'm not going to tell you. You know what it's like. You've built 400 guitars. You're old. It never, if you're in the car and even on vacation, oh, there's a cigar store. Let me get some boxes. Yeah, there's, but you're the boss. You know. You're the boss, though, you know, and I think that's that's the that's that's the that's the yeah, crazy it's, thing. It's twenty. It's twenty four hours, man. Yeah. It's twenty four hours. I do this. I never. I don't stop. But I don't. You know, it's not really a work. I don't really consider it a job. It's not work. It's just what I do. Yeah. You know, it's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but this, like, like if you're sick, though, you know, nonstop cigar box guitar craziness. But you're your own boss, you know, as well. But you know, that with that comes, you know, comes headaches. With that comes, you know, if oh well, if, you know, if I've got a bad cold and I'm out of action for four days, then then I, I can be out of action for four days, you know. Whereas if you're, you know, if you if you pulling it, you know, if you're doing a job like me, you know, you know, if I'm sick, I mean, I'm covered, you know, my my, you know, as a teacher, you know, I get, you know, you do get your sick pain, you do get this and you do get that and and all that sort of stuff. So it's, you know, it's. As much as I think you know, you do you know you do live the dream a little bit in a way when you're doing your own thing. It it can be uh, it, it has its it has its own worries, doesn't it? Oh, don't, yeah, definitely, <clears throat> definitely. You worry about it all the time. You know, you're always worried about. I keep thinking. I keep thinking. Okay, you know, I'll have a week where I don't sell anything, nothing on my website, and I and I'll say to myself, "Well, that's it. Then <laughs> everybody's got a guitar." Like everybody's good, nobody needs a cigar box guitar. It's over. Like okay, it was good. Hey, that was fun, man. You know, you're gonna laugh. And I'm thinking, you're gonna yeah, laugh. I had the same it. thought last night. <laughs> yeah, and I just think, okay, this this was crazy. It was a blast. You know, everybody's got one that needs one. Well, you know, time to move on to the next thing, and then. Then the next week, I'll sell five or six guitars and a bunch of records and shirts and 
cases and slides, and it's like, whoa, all right, we're back. <laughs> you know, maybe I was wrong. Everybody's back into it. You know, it's just. And then I realized I'm just, I'm just one guy. I'm all, I can only make, you know, so many guitars a year or whatever, and I average what I sell, and it's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. You know, just. There's ups and downs, and some weeks are awesome, and some weeks are really quiet. Yeah, and it's you just never know, man. You never know. How are you posting? So, your, how do you post them? I find probably the most difficult part of selling and being an online trader, the most difficult part for me is actually finding. Uh, it got it's gotten to a point now where I actually make the boxes. I I, I get big boxes and I cut them down, and I you know and I craft my own boxes. It's just do you are you using your own do you do something similar to that, or are you using um, getting boxes made? No, no, those are all, everything you see on my website are just cigar boxes that I find. I'm lucky I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, sorry, so, I meant the packaging, man, to, to post off, if you're posting it off to someone. Oh, like shipping. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I have some boxes that are, uh, that I found a supplier that's the perfect size for a guitar. Yep. And, but if, if if they buy a guitar in a gig bag, I put the guitar in the gig bag, and I I have some custom made boxes. Okay. I buy I found a supplier that I buy bulk custom made boxes for if you buy a gig bag or buy a gig bag and a guitar, it goes yeah. in that box. So it's two different boxes that I ship in. So yeah, shipping is crazy. Like I, all the boxes and the the bubble wrap and the just all that's tape and all that's. That's a huge expense. It takes you know? me about four, it can take me upwards of forty minutes to box up a bloody guitar. It's, oh, it's like oh, I get I get yeah, two. I, I, I'm the shipping and receiving clerk. I'm the <laughs> you know I'm I'm every, I do it all you know. So yeah, my wife helps me out a bunch with the paperwork and shipping and this and that. But yeah, man, that's shipping guitars. That takes a good half a day to you know create up a few guitars and yeah. And you'd want to do it man. safely that's and carefully. That's a whole other thing. Well, I got a um, one of my customers actually um, a, a few months ago. A guy bought a, a guitar from my site, and I started. To, I had a chat with him because I was sending it over to New, over to New Zealand, and he was worried about import costs and all that sort of stuff. And uh, and he, we were just chatting, and he said, "Oh, he said I just got a he said I just got a Mike Snowden guitar, you know." And I was like, "Oh, really?" And I'm like, oh wow! And he said, we were, we had a good chat. We probably had a good twenty minute chat about the guitar that he got from you, you know. And he he, he was wrapped. He loved it. He said, oh, you know, it's That's really awesome. I love that. You know, it's it's beautifully made, and you know, and, and it was it was really good because I think in in many ways it's um, Australia and New Zealand. It's interesting because I, I suppose it's interesting me talking to somebody in America about you know our neighbours, you know, our neighbours over the Tasman Sea, but it's. It seems to be a very um, untapped, in a way, area because we don't in Australia we don't really hear very much um, from New Zealand through Facebook and through all of that type of thing. It's it's like I've got a, a lot of people that I, that I've been in contact with over the last three years and building up you know the Facebook profile and just meeting and talking and trying to get the word out there about cigarbox guitars and and all of that sort of stuff. And, you know, that's the reason for doing this podcast as well, because it's not, for me, it's not all about just selling my stuff, which, by the way, everybody, you can find at birdwoodguitars.com. And <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't done the plugs yet, it's all right. And, awesome. um, 
And uh, you know, you got, and, some, you got some awesome stuff too, man. Oh. You make some really cool guitars. Man. Oh man, thank you so much. That's that's yeah. coming from you. That's I take that as a as as high praise. Thank you very very much. Yeah, that's, definitely. You got some cool stuff. You're, you're the, I just follow you on Instagram, and you know what I've seen on Facebook and all that. Yeah, you got some cool stuff happening. Oh man, that's 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 very cool, man. I appreciate that. Like you, you, yourself, you know, Shane, uh, you know, Justin, I kind of put you in with that you know that's that you you were the guys basically from from the beginning when i first got into this that you know that i really looked at you know glenn glenn what you know from cb giddy and you know all of the crazy videos and things like that you know you guys are like the you know the obi-wan kenobis for me you know when you look at, uh, <laughs> it's like oh what's mike doing at the crazy. moment oh look at that guitar it's like son of a bitch how's he doing that that's so good <laughs> oh, that's awesome man that's awesome but funny. I, I just awesome. now I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna hit you up with a hard question here. All right, you ready? Right. You ready for? Because uh, by the way, listeners, I haven't um I haven't prepped. My, Mike's had no prep. I said, do you want me to send you the um? I said, do you want me to send the the uh, the, the list of questions? Mike goes, no, nah, let's just wing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here we go. All right. Yeah. Magnetic pickups exactly. versus piezo pickups. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why just piezo pickups? Because, because I haven't for seen. Me, yeah, <laughs> for me, that's all I've made fourteen hundred guitars, and that's all I've put in any of these guitars. That's all I've ever done. Yeah. And why? Because they're so funky, man. <laughs> they're just so funky. They're so different. It, they're so they're so different than a magnetic pickup. Now, mind you, I bought. I have a pickup winder. I bought. I bought it. Gosh, how many years ago? I probably bought it four or five years ago. Yeah. And I've made a couple magnetic pickups. Hold on, let me. Do, I'll go back to the mag, the the piezo. But anyway, they're just funky and they're different, and it amplifies the box, and it just they're unruly and they're they're crazy sounding and just so. Any, I didn't even I put out six records, all of these guitars that I've made, all the piezo pickups. So if you want to hear what they sound like, yeah. you can hear them on any of my records or any of my YouTubes. Absolutely. But they're just so funky, man. <laughs> they're so different, and that's what I like. Like, it, you know, so, if I'm gonna put, if I'm gonna put a, a, a it, it's different. It's different, and that's what I like about these three, three and four string guitars. I yeah. don't make six string guitars. I don't make any. I, I make three and four string, and I, I prefer a three string guitar. Yeah. And because. It's only got three strings. It's so different, you know, and this pickup is so different and odd and you can get all these crazy overtones and But they all sound different too, don't they? And that, and that's They all they yeah. all sound different. They're all a little different, you know. And I, I totally I'm totally down with magnetic pickups and I I'm kinda of messing with some things I've been working on with my pickup winder and kinda of doing a few little things and I might start doing some with magnetic pickups here maybe next year or maybe soon or maybe not i don't know yeah but yeah man because it's different that's what i like about it cool man you know doesn't sound like anything else it still kind of sounds like a guitar maybe it sounds like a banjo or maybe it kind of sounds like a dobro or it's uh, it's kind of its own know? thing though isn't it really it's kind it kind of does have its own it does it's have got its, its own, own vibe. funky mojo man yeah. You know? so, so are you using rod piezo, rod piezo 
I don't even know. I, 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 I pronounce it six different ways. But I think yeah, you all do that. Piezo. I usually say piezo. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> um, I, I do the little disc ones, the little disc ones I, I use, and I kind of bury them. I sandwich them between the box and the neck. Yeah, so they're they're into the they're kind of part of the guitar. They're in there. They're yeah. not stuck on the top or on the side, or they're in they're under the bridge. Yeah, directly under the bridge. Well, I so see. Pick up. For for a while, I was. Um, I went through a stage when I first started. I was I was putting the, I'd basically use um, like a double sided tape, or I was using hot glue and just gluing it to the inside of the box. But I was never happy with the sound. It always sounded really jangly. Or and if I put it on yeah, one yeah, side yeah. of the box, I, the I wouldn't hear thing. the bass string. Or if I put it on the bass side of the box, I wouldn't hear the treble string. You know, and yeah. I was never happy. Never never happy. And then I did was doing this thing for a while where I'd I'd use a um. One of those, oh, what the hell do they call those damn things? Um, you put them on a drill press and they're a circular, brad, like a brad bit or something. I don't know. It's, it's that flat flat disc and it cuts. I'm looking at it at the moment. You can't see it because we're not on video. But I'd basically um, carve out like a hole uh, about maybe two millimetres or three millimetres deep in the, in the top of the neck, in between where the box lid would close underneath the bridge. And I'd fill that with yeah. hot glue and I'd stick a piezo in it. And then at that stage, I thought, I'm really happy with that. And it would get rid of that tinniness, like the, a lot of the feedback yeah. and stuff. But the problem then was it was it was very muddy and you had to use a lot of distortion or a lot of drive on the amplifier. So it was no good for clean tones. So I got very yeah. frustrated with piezos for a while, and for quite a while I I, I stopped. Um, I actually stopped building them for um, for a fair bit, and um, I went almost purely to magnetic pickups. But and this is why I love this podcast because I was talking to John Nickel um, probably a couple of months ago. And John told me the secret of how he uses, how he he puts his piezos in. And I've never, like, I've never been happier. It, and he basically just, it, for me, and I adapted what he does, you know. So for me, I put the I put the little hole in the um, in the top of the in the top of the neck, um, just drill that that circular uh, route out. And instead of using the hot glue, what I like what I do Fortner. now, like yeah, forcing a bit. Thank you. Yeah, I can never remember the name of that forcing a bit. And the yeah. one I've got's probably about. It's probably about the size of a like an Australian twenty cent coin, maybe a fi- American fifty cent coin. Um, yeah, 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 so it's yeah. probably about two, two and a half, two and a half centimeters across, or maybe about an inch across. Um, and instead of using hot glue, I now um, what I do now is is put is super glue the the disc directly to the neck, and then I use a little biscuit. I cut out a little biscuit because I keep a ho- you know how the on the cigar boxes sometimes you have the timber ring. That goes around the, right. the, the sides, and I keep all of those, and I cut the, cut little discs out. And what I do is super glue that then on top of the disc, and that's what puts the pressure on. But I found that yeah. I can manage the tone. So this is just a little tip, I suppose, for listeners of what I do. Um, how how are you placing? How are you placing your? If you don't if you don't want to answer, that's okay because I haven't prepped you on this. So if, no, you know, yeah, I just I just stick it between the box and the net. That's it. I know. Right, I mark where the bridge is going to land. Yep. And I, I just sandwich that that pickup right between the box and the uh, and the neck, and yep. just glue it down with, with just wood glue. Beautiful. And it's not it's not going anywhere. It's sandwiched in there. It's not, you know, 
I t- put a little channel for the little wire to yeah. kind of go. I kind of carve out a little uh, groove for the wire to go through, yep. so it sits flat. Yep, yep. You know, and then just clamp it down, man. Well, that and works, I think, man. And I, I think you don't want to get, uh, you don't want that that disc to see any daylight. You just want it to be, you know, covered up so it doesn't howl and feedback and all that stuff. They're still going to do that. They're still going to want to feedback and howl and all, but I think that's the beauty of it. You know, you just want to try and minimize it. You know. Yeah, that's as far it. as I'm concerned. And you don't use a volume; you just go straight to the, straight to the output jack. It's just yeah, it's, man. I do no. I don't do any. I just do a. You just plug it in, and it is what it is. Yeah. That's, to me, that's awesome, man. Like, you think about like, think about today with all the computers and iPhones and all these apps and choices, and I just get. I don't want a choice, man. I just want to plug it in, and I just want to play it. I don't want to have to decide. Hey, I gotta turn this knob or fill this switch or do that. No, man, I just want to plug it in and I want to play it. Plug and play. (laughs) And what it sounds like, if it sounds, you know, whatever it sounds like, that's what you got. You know, it's a cigar box, man. It's not rocket science. Let's just play. You know. So what's your um? You can control the. You're right. Sorry. You can control the tone with your hands and how you hold your your how you fret it or how you slide or how you mute it with your hands you can do so much with your hands and that's to me you know that's it man it's just simple that's that's what i like about it that's cool so what's your live setup like when i play out live i do i do a one-man band um probably seen on some videos youtube videos but yeah i do oh and my for my amp i do uh i actually go through a uh I have a very small pedal board. I have like a tuner, and a, uh, I just got a uh, a really cool um, what is that pedal called? It's a uh, it's a uh, super trim. It's a little tremolo pedal that okay. just has this uh, my full tone. Awesome! It's got an awesome tremolo, but I just I don't I just leave it really low and don't really use the tremolo. It just has it does something really cool. And then I go through a, a Boss digital delay. And oh, it yeah. has a stereo out, and I go through a, a Fender Blues Junior and a, a Ampeg little micro SVT, a bass amp and a guitar amp. Yeah. And that gives you just this awesome tone, you know, with a low end. And like, since I'm doing a one-man band, I need some low end, and then I need some high end. Yeah. So, yeah, those, these guitars, as you probably know, through a bass amp, just sound awesome. Yeah. They just sound so cool, you know, so... That's what I play through live. And I do a little one-man band. I do a kick and snare with my feet, and uh, I'm off to the races, man. I love that, man. It's just, that's like, when you listen, because uh, uh, evil, evil basically sits in my car, you know. It, it, uh. it sits in my car, and it's like, it's for me, when I'm doing that long drive, and I, and I sit there, you know, and go, oh, what am I going to listen to today? And I chuck it on, you know, and it's just that, when you're on the M4, which is the highway here going from the Blue Mountains to the city, it's, it's just... And it yeah, doesn't. Yeah. It's unrelenting, man. Yeah. It just you got that. You got that rhythm going. You know, boom, boom. It's just simple, man. It's simple. I yeah. You know, I went to the studio, and uh, it's funny because I went in the studio like on a third. I booked. I booked like a like a couple days in the studio, and I went on like on a Thursday afternoon, just to set up and get sound. So I go in and I go record my buddy Tom Tapley, who's done like Bruce Springsteen and Pearl Jam and. He just did the new Mastodon record. And he's this guy's like, and he lives in my neighborhood, and we just got to be friends. But yeah. anyway, so we set up the gear in the studio, and uh, he's like, Mikey, you wanna just try one? And I'm like, Yeah, man. So I 
I had the whole record. I had it all ready to go. I just had to play it. You yeah. Know, and you just recorded it. And, we, and I actually set up in the control room. I'm right beside him <laughs> where all the knobs are and stuff. I'm right there in the control room. And we kind of put the amps and, you know, back in the studio part and whatever. But he had me all mic'd up and everything. And I played a song. Yeah. He's like, man, that's awesome. You want to <laughs> do another? And I did it. I ended up doing the whole record. We recorded that whole record just the first day that we went to set up. You know, I, I was done. By dinner time, I played the whole record. He recorded it, and we went and ate, ate tacos and drank beer and like mixed it like the next day. You know, so it's like what you hear right there is just me literally sitting down playing that record, just basically well, get, to get sounds. You know, oh man, I, I, just to give just to give, and I apologize for the sound quality, um, but here we go. Just 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 a little bit of an idea. Here. Do you recognize this, Mike? Oh, that's my new, new tune there, yeah. <laughs> the sound is coming out. It just sounds amazing, you know. So, yeah, I Hear picked that. up a... Uh, I started playing harmonica on this new record. And my I've always, my whole life, I wanted to play the harmonica, and I never could. Yeah. But I found these... Here's my trick, man. I found these har- these harps. They're called the Big Six. It's a six-hole harp. harp. They're a six-hole blues harp. There's only six holes in the heart oh wow at 10 or 12 or however many a normal heart has so sidel sidel makes them or sidel harmonica company was it c-y-d-e-l because i'm going to get some because i've always i'm I'm the same as you man i've always man i'm telling you i'm telling you these harmonicas you hear it on the right you hear it on that song i just got it like i don't know a few months ago or so yeah it sounds awesome it's just like a three-string cigar box guitar. Here's a harmonica with only six holes in it, and they're the right six holes to play blues. Oh, so wow. So Big Six, just Google Google Big Six, and you can see. It looks like a normal harmonica. Yeah. They're the normal size, but it's just got six holes. And I saw that. I, I don't know how. I was, I was YouTubing harmonicas. I was like, man, I really want to play a harmonica, but I can't. I, I bought a bunch of them. I got a whole, I don't know, ten harmonicas over here, and standard harmonicas, and I just... Couldn't I could play them, but I, it just didn't sound right. I just couldn't get on with it, you know. So oh, I, was like, I can I see it, man. And I ordered one. They're a little expensive, I guess because there's something different, you know, yeah, not yeah, too expensive. Yeah. But got one. I was like, oh man, I could play harp now. Huh? <laughs> so yeah, that's me playing the harp. And, and let me tell you what: when you're doing a one-man band and you're playing drums with your feet, you're playing a guitar, a cigar box guitar, <laughs> and I could do the Bob Dylan, you know, the rack. Neil Young kind of harmonica rack. Yeah, you're, yeah. And you're playing harmonica and singing. There's nothing left to do. You, there's no more instruments you can play. Well, you can put like, some cymbals in between your knees and a, and a you know piano yeah, accordion uh, under each armpit. You know. <laughs> but man, when I let me tell you what, doing that when you, that when I'm playing gigs and, and I have that whole thing going, it's almost like out of body, man. It's like you can't like I, I don't I can't listen to what I'm doing. I'm yeah. like it's just happening. You know, I'm playing and everything's going. And if you, if I stop to listen to what I'm doing, it's just a train wreck. So I just, just, it's like autopilot thing that happens. It's the best, man. So that you, to me is that's it. Do you remember you have everything going? Do you remember which one you actually got? What was that? What was the t- and because um, they all come in different notes, don't they? Okay, yeah. Okay, so you need to know. You okay? So if you are in, uh, if you're playing, it's, yeah, you want to be in a different. Let's okay. Let me. I'll tell you. You got to be in a certain key. 
So that song, Working, yep. that is an E. Okay. So you, you need an A harp. Oh, okay. So you have an A harp if you're an E. If a lot of cigar box guitars are in G. Yep. So you need a C harp. You want a C harp if you're playing in G. So. Oh, really? Oh, that's the sound. So that's the C, is it? What's that? Say that again? So that's the C. Yeah, if you're in G, you want a C. That's, well... That is that's mad, man. That is just yeah. And if you're in if you're an E, you need an A. So whatever whatever that uh, I forget that you can Google it. You know. Oh uh, man, I'm yeah, I'm googling want... it now. I'm buying. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna buy one. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 S E Y D E L, and it's called the Big Six. Yep. Check it out. And these little, they're awesome, man. No, I, got... I only have I only I only have a C. Yep. And a and an A right now, but I I'm. You can, looks yeah, like you can get the whole but set. I mostly play. I mostly play in. I play in open yeah. G, open E, and open D, and sometimes C or sometimes A. So you really. That's why harp players carry all these harps because it's just like a cigar box guitar. They're open tuned, and they're all color coded too. Yeah, they're all color coded. So yeah, like when I'm playing a gig, it's like okay, give me. I, I got like the green. My A is green. And yeah. The C is like a wood. You know the yeah. So yeah, that's that helps you to know. Yeah. What you need for what song? That's oh, why the harp guys have like you know tons of harps. Yeah, they're, I remember it's, that. It's an open. I remember from the eighties, and most of the young listeners won't remember this, but there was that. You remember that band came out in the eighties, and the guy had the big straps all over him, and he had all the harps. Yeah, yeah, blues, blues traveler, blues John traveler. Thomas. That's it, man. I love that band. Like even when I was into metal, I still love that. That guy was huge. Man, I, he was, I was huge. So lucky. I was on the horde tour with my old band, and I I was on the tour. It was like uh, it was us and. Uh, Blues Traveler and All Good and, yeah. and Hootie and the Blowfish and all those, you know, like <laughs> ni- early 90s bands. And yeah, man, I got to hang out with John Popper and, you know, he had the hat. He had a hat with like harmonicas all around it. His belt had <laughs> harmonicas on it. He had like a, you know, the, the strap with all the, I mean, he had harmonicas. This dude had them everywhere. That guy, that guy's insanely good oh, on wow. the harmonica. But my, my idea is I'm, I want to be more like a, for me, I'm going for that more Bob Dylan, Neil Young, just yeah, add a little songwriter. I'm not yeah. trying to rule the world on a harp. I just need a yeah. little, just want a little something extra to amp up my one man band kind of thing without yeah. being. Well, Neil Young's too funny crazy. for me because I, I remember buying the Neil Young like I got a, a best of that that best of disc or whatever, and um, I put it in and went oh well there were two songs that rang out for me straight away you know the the, the two heavier songs um, you know and. Which I've gone blank on at the moment. I can't remember. Um, uh, Rocking in the free world, and oh yeah, and the yeah. other one, which is they're a bit heavier. But yeah, all of a sudden I noticed that as I left it in, left it in the car, and I'd be driving to and from those other songs. They, you know, they get you because when you're into riffs, when you're a riff man, you don't listen to yeah. lyrics so much, you know. And I, I'm, I'm admittedly, I'm a little. I'm a little dyslexic, so I tend to forget lyrics very quickly. Like, I can't, still can't remember. Like, I've been listening to Metallica for 30-something years. I still can't remember all the lyrics to their songs. That's the way I am. I have a lot of trouble remembering song lyrics because it's rote. Whereas the stuff yeah, I've written, I'm stuff I write way, for yeah. myself, I remember I'm that. the same way. Yeah. Um, but... They 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 really they really get you you know it's it's and the, yeah you're right it's that sound it it, it 
of the song of the song, and I still can't. I'm not big on the lyrics and stuff like that. But when I listen to it, I can remember it. But just that 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 it really Neil Young really gets you. You know, <laughs> he sneaks up on yeah. you, and you know, and he really gets you. But um, man, that the new album. So when's that coming out, mate? So we'll do a little wrap up because we're we're kind of hitting that hitting coming up to the hour mark. But um, oh wow, yeah, I know. I can talk That's to you for crazy, hours. Man. I can talk to you for hours, man. <laughs> That's, that seems like we've been on the phone for five minutes. Yeah. That's, that's wild. <laughs> so yeah, when's yeah, July, the new record out July 21st. Um, it's got like 11 new tunes on it, some just instrumental, yep. uh, solo, cigar box guitar. It's all cigar box guitar music, some, you know, doing my one-man band thing. Uh, yeah, it's got all all new fresh tunes on it. And, uh, yeah, so it'll be on, you know, everywhere, iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. And I'll be I'll – be, I just put out uh, working on on YouTube. I'm gonna put them all on YouTube. So I'll be putting a couple more this week coming, or maybe the, early next week. I'll do another couple more. So if everybody wants to comment. I'll be teasing it as we go on. You know, follow me on Facebook or my website, SnowdenGuitars.com, and I'll I'll be adding a few more tunes here and there. But, Absolutely. Yeah, it'll be out very soon. Maybe I'll try and catch up with you. Um try and catch up with you when it uh, when it comes out for a few minutes we'll just have a little bit maybe have another chat or something like that if you want to um, anytime man that's just so cool man I just it's it, speaking to you man it's just such a such a pleasure mate now I've got two last questions the fast finished questions okay so what's it, what would be your top tip for builders top tip to builders yep um just do, do, do your own thing, man. Do your own thing. Do what you love. Don't worry about anything else. Don't, don't worry about anything else. Do what you love. Make it your own. Don't, don't worry about what anything online or anybody says or anything. Just follow your heart and build what you like. And that's be the main thing have fun with it enjoy it don't take it too seriously and do your own thing and come up with something cool that nobody's ever seen <laughs> that's what i would say well i always remember that line man when you were talking in one of the videos there, and you go what it's a box with a stick in it you know <laughs> yeah i mean you can't take it too serious and that's what i love about it like because like you know i told you my whole story about playing and how miserable it was like you can't you if you're playing a cigar box guitar, you're going to have fun. You do it with a smile on your face. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's going to be a good time, man. You can't take it serious. You're going to enjoy it. All right. Lucky last question. In the shop, what's Mike Snowden's secret weapon? <laughs> My secret weapon? In Which my won't be shop? too secret once you've told. But it's all right. We've only got about three or four listeners. It's fine. <laughs> God, I don't know, man. My secret weapon in my shop, like tool or yeah. Like, what do I like? Uh, yeah. My secret, my secret weapon. Well, well it doesn't have to be a tool. But when you're in the shop, or when you're in, when you're in your working environment, what's the secret weapon? What's what's the mojo tool? The mojo tool. Man, I don't really have. I I mean, I don't have anything crazy. I just have you know, the table saw, the band saw, tabletop belt sander. <laughs> Drill press, nothing, you know, tabletop router. I, yeah. 
the stereo, man. My, there my, you go. My, my mojo is my stereo. There you go. I put the tunes on. I come down here, turn on the tunes, man, and that's what inspires that's me. Like, I'm down here building, listening to whatever on that that would be it for me that's it i totally understand totally you could have the best you could have the best tools in the world you'd have the best setup shop in the world but if if you're not in the frame of mind you know it's it it doesn't get you like listen lately i've been listening to um uh the the latest you know the rolling stones the latest one the blues album that they did you know that's that's just that's just yeah, those guys awesome. floor me. I love Keith oh. Richards. Oh my gosh, I love Keith. Yeah. I just love him. Well, he can't Have you ever be... heard of a band called Blackberry Smoke? No, I haven't. Check out Blackberry Smoke. They're from Atlanta. They're a really good Southern rock band. That yeah. They, the, man, they're just so good. We didn't even get. I didn't even get to tell you about Ozzy coming to my house. Man. Oh man. Okay, we're gonna have to go over time a little bit. Cause sorry, man, I'm the biggest Ozzy fan in the world. I remember seeing that video. My my jaw. Hit the Ozzy came floor. to my house, man. <laughs> Ozzy and Jack came to my house. I'm still freaking out about it. I can't believe it that Ozzy came and got two guitars from me, man. It's just insane. So I'm gonna be on their show. That's something else you could plug. I'm doing. Uh, they have a show called Jack and o- Ozzy and Jack's World Detour. Yeah. And uh, it's on here in America. Uh, and, oh, it's on A and E. Yeah. I don't know if you have the A and E channel. Not over there. But it'll be online. It's online. You can check it out. The show is awesome. It's online right now. Just just Google uh, Ozzy and Jack's World Detour. They Detour. just go around and check out well, different stuff. Well, I know what I'm. I know what I'm listening to over. The, I know I'm going to be watching now over the rest of the holidays, man. Thank you very much. But anyway, please yeah, please keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, they came. Ozzy came over, man, and he had no idea. Like he's the reason. He's one of the Ozzy Rush Maiden. You know, those guys, that's why I play music. And he came to my house and hung out for like an hour and a half. And we I played. I got to jam with him. He brought a harmonica. I, I had my one man band. We had oh my God. Sang and played and the whole bit. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know. I'm, he was here for about an hour and a half. Yeah. But I think the, ep, I'm sure the, ep, I, I'm sure my segment is only going to be three or four minutes because yeah. it's, they do several things in a yeah. 30 minute show. Well, have you seen? I'm it? sure. Have, have you seen No, that? no, no. It's not out yet. It's oh. going to be on season two. Uh, the first season was on the History Channel. Yeah. The season two is going to be on A&E, and it's going to come out in the fall. And I'm on episode two, season two. So that's our that, spring. So that'll I don't be... have a date. I don't have an air date yet. I just, so I don't know exactly when it's going to be on. Oh, that's mad. And how do and they it's get, killing me. How do they get in contact with you? Was it, it's not like Ozzy ringing up and going, Hey, Mike, it's, it's Ozzy here. Yeah. <laughs> so they... They found my website. Yeah. And uh, they were in Atlanta filming for the show. And uh, I got an email from one of the producers that, hey, man, uh, that he wouldn't tell me who it was, who what the show was for. Um, I had to sign contract. I had to sign all these contracts. I had to sign a non disclosure, confidentiality agreement, all this stuff. Oops. I knew what I. <laughs> I had figured it out, though, because I know it was on that channel. Because he was from the History Channel. He's like, hey, this is such and such from the History Channel, blah, blah, blah. We want to shoot at your show. And I started thinking, why would I have – who is – and I, I knew right then when I had to sign this paperwork, I knew I knew what it was for. And oh, then he wow. finally told me who it was. And yeah. I couldn't say anything uh. for like two months. I couldn't tell any of my metalhead friends or anything <laughs> that Ozzy was coming over. I had to – because, you know, they, they've, they'll set these things up. <laughs> and they'll show up, and there'll be 500 people. Yeah, whatever event they're at. Yeah, yeah, it's a safety concern and all that sort of stuff. 
Oh wow, man. Yeah. So how yeah, so, so so how were they meeting Mike uh, Mike Snowden? Were they um were they, were they impressed? <laughs> we could do a whole other hour just on Ozzy. I mean, it was just it was a trip, man. He's a nut. He's so funny. He looked great. He was in really good physical condition. You know, you can tell he's been working out. Yeah. Done a lot of cardio and up and down the stairs and oh, all man. over the place just asking a thousand questions and what's this what's that you know what are you going all around and on so, so he's yeah, not like he's, he was back in the back in the osborne's days when he was he was he was off his you know he was just kind of like that parody you know i think they made him out to be a parody you know when you watch go back and watch that and you kind of cringe and you go oh man but you yeah yeah i mean he's 67 yeah i think he's 67 or 68 i yeah. forget how old he is but on the new show, they kind of edit it a little bit like that, but you know, he's he's Aussie. I mean, yeah. To me, well, that's Aussie. it. You know, you know, he's he's just the guys. It's like, oh man, him and Lemmy and you know all those all those I guys, know. man. It's like they're just you know they're just that they, they got to be taken care of. You know, <laughs> they're just that's the I legacy, know, man. You know, and I'm looking at Jack. Jack's oh. kind of got him through. And- you know. Jack was super nice, man. Jack was so cool. Yeah. Really good guy. You know, he's us. Jack yeah. is me and you. He's yeah. just, just his dad just happens to be Ozzy. Yeah. You know, he's just yeah. he's just Jack, you know, just oh. super cool guy, man. So Man, that's so, so cool. yeah. Mike that was kinda crazy. Mike, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. I'd love to catch up again soon. Uh, Def, I think we're gonna need to know more about this. But uh, thanks again, mate, for um for being a part of the podcast, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, Definitely. Yeah, I'll walk around with a big Thanks smile on my me. face now. Kind of, you know, I got to got to chat with chat with Mike Snowden today, and um, <laughs> you know, that's that's awesome, man. I, I'm I, I'm absolutely wrapped. I love your work. Love your total inspiration to me, mate. And as far as Thanks, building's man. concerned, and. <laughs> Oh mate, you just—that's awesome. Let's keep in touch. We'll definitely do that, man. It's uh, so. Thank you so much. Um, I'll keep you on the line for two seconds, Mike. Boys and girls, thank you so much for listening to the Cigar Box Guitar Builder podcast. It's been a little bit of a long one today, but I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, it's been wonderful having Mike on the show. Um, just remember that if uh, let your friends know. Um, big thanks to uh, Justin Johnson and. Um, and uh, and Glenn Watt for uh, for really pushing uh, through Facebook the um, the the show. It's uh, we're getting more listeners uh, every day, and uh, you know and thank you as well for some of the uh, some of the tips uh, as as far as and some feedback regarding the sound quality as being concerned. I, I do appreciate that. But just remember, there's something you guys can do if you wish to. Uh, we do have the patron there, so if you wish to support the show, uh, that will enable me to get some slightly better quality microphones and things like that but at the moment we're using the uh the iphone uh but if not thank you for listening uh i don't do this for the cash i certainly don't do it for the cash i do it because i love it and the chance to meet awesome people like mike snowden so mike thanks again mate really appreciated your time today thanks adam and appreciate uh it, adam man good to talk to you have a good one mate and thank you for listening to the cigar box guitar for the podcast people bye